This time, you'll have all the human comforts. We'll get a couple of toilets, some food cookers, maybe a puppy. It's good to be home. It sure is. By the way, I saved your stuff. So that's where those skin flakes went. Hmm, you think this fruit tree's gonna get enough light? There's a window in the closet. This is huge. Bender, why don't I just live in here? In a closet? Oh, humans. Good news, everyone. I'm back, baby. Welcome to Four Finger Discounts exclusive patron review of Futurama Season 1, which Dando, my man on the left, wants to start calling Tales of Futurama. Give it more. Give it more bluster at the end. You, you... Tales of Futurama. Better. Much this, better. This, see, there's, there's a... Sale of the century. I was trying to say it the same way. Because their, their anthology of interest, at the end of each commercial where they go, come back for more Tales of Interest. So that's what that's a play on. Gotcha. That works. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just playing from the first first episode. Welcome to the future. Or the welcome to the to world, world of tomorrow. tomorrow. No, Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, anyway... Um, I am Mitch. We're here to review Season 1, Episode 3, I Roommate, or Room for Two. I prefer yours. Do you? Yes. Actually, well, <laughs> I Roommate doesn't actually make any sense. It's a play on... Like, a, I know it's a play on I Robot, but yeah. it doesn't really... They've just put the word I in front of it. Like I, Tonya, he's a robot. or I, whatever. He's a robot. He's now a robot. No, I know he's a, I know he's a robot. <laughs> It's not quite there. Anyway, like it was, an, it's an episode that really delves into establishing the relationship between Fry and Bender. Because as much That's as the whole that, point of the episode, yeah, yeah, like as much as they have clearly had a connection in the first couple episodes, you know that they're going to become friends. This is the one where they, they, it's the first time they just devote an entire episode to them. It's not about Fry discovering anything about the future. It's not about traveling anywhere or any sort of adventure. It's just a buddy episode. Well, it's funny you say that because whilst I really enjoy this episode, it's not very science fiction-y. Like you just said, it's, it's very sort of it's simple, right? Yeah. This, besides the setting, this could happen on any other sitcom, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's because... Have you, do you know why? Uh, because this was an original script for The Honeymooners. So you've read it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fox requested a more down-to-earth episode that wasn't too out there, right. which is what this episode tailored to. Okay. And then Fox said, we don't like this either. So they, this is the episode that made them go, fuck it, we're just going to make whatever show we want to make. Yep, fair. So this is a sort of like a turning point episode. But that's why this episode is so grander because it was at Fox's request. Right. And they did it and then Fox still didn't like it. Interesting. So w- at what point did Fox make that request? Like had they seen two scripts and then went, we need a more down-to-earth one? Well, they'd, they'd already given up on Futurama by this point. It had already been asked from After the Sunday After two night. weeks. For, no, no, see, the first episode aired in January. Yeah. The Super Bowl. And then the next episode didn't air till April, and they already asked it back to Tuesdays. Right, okay. They, they, they gave up after the first episode. Right. It was already shit-canned. I had no idea. I thought it was you know, Fox's brand like new big Channel show. Channel 9 quitting on the Mick Malloy show after six weeks. Yeah, so that Fox just had no faith in Futurama from the beginning, yeah, okay. which is a shame, because, but it still lasted four seasons, I guess. Yeah. But I do, um, re- I do remember it being all over the place. I mean, it's not the most commercial show ever. Like that, you mm. can't be argued about that. It's got a rabid and loyal following, but it's a niche market and fox does not really do niche like that's not their bag they want broad appeal top to bottom 
all demographics. Which, and you compare this episode to other Futurama episodes, because they wrote it like this, it's kind of boring when you compare it to the, the wacky scenarios that they get into in later seasons. Oh, the plot's boring. But it's still, Looking for it's, an still, it's still entertaining. But even, there's only one nitpick I have with it. The whole Bender antenna thing just felt very shoehorned to me. We need a reason for Bender to be to leave. We'll go over the antenna interference, the TV interference. The reason it just mm-hmm. felt shoehorned was because why had no one complained up to that point? Why did it only take uh, up to that? Because it's cable and not satellite. They made no in the apartment building. They lived in there for. They didn't just move in. So his antenna would have been screwing up the interference. Yeah, but that was the first time that show was on. So presumably, no one had watched television at all. No, because everyone just wants to watch the <laughs> one uh, show. The all my circuits. Called. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a few things get established in this episode: the owls replacing rats. Yep. In um, New New York, the all my circuits, things like that. So it's very homely like that. But still, I didn't realize that it took the series so long to introduce characters like Zoeberg and Hermes. Probably, we yeah, still haven't like got much from them yet. Yeah, there's still very little. Zo- um, Zoeberg only offered was, like, a sound in this episode. He's yeah, like, as you walked in, which was very funny. Yeah, but it was um. So when I was flying back from Bali, I was uh, they had a few Futurama episodes on the plane. Really, that's on cool. Jetstar. And one of them was the casino. Park. No, the casino heist episode where they yep. um, go to Mars and mm-hmm. knock off the casino, where Zoidberg is the centerpiece. Yes. So it was. Um. Yeah. It's it sort of that. That served as a timely reminder for how far the show still has to come with yep. those side characters. Now, getting back to how you said it's a good test of Bender and Fry's friendship. Mm-hmm. It's the first time it's been tested. I feel the point of this episode for me was to get the audience to like Bender. Because up until now, he hasn't been very likable. He's been funny, but not likable. Yeah, it, it serves to feel some sympathy towards him and, and in some way give you a bit of... Not an excuse, but you'll go with him on being a jerk because you've seen his softer side as well. Fry is almost a jerk in this episode. Uh, at, at the beginning, he's a little bit too... Sometimes The Simpsons does this as well. They make a character self-involved. a self-involved. Yeah, a bit too over the top for the sake of the story. Yeah, a little bit. Like him wasting the water, using the pl- the ship. He's not really wasting the water. He's just having a shower. And the, the water bill's gone up. Yeah, because it's actually being used now. Before it was only for emergencies. Now he's showering every day. Uh, that was all I took that as. Using the ship as a hairdryer is a bit much. But it does set up... Not caring about Bender leaving. Well, yeah, but that's a kind of dynamic that they've always had. Like Fry and Bender, I see as two guys who are first and foremost selfish. It's their self-interest that matters first. Fry, and yeah. then they think about the consequences afterwards and they try to fix whatever it is that they did wrong the first time around. Bender more so than Fry, I think. Yeah, I think so, but still very much. I suppose last week, every man for himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I noticed that this was... So there's a few firsts in this episode. I think it's the first time that... Farnsworth makes a reference to news, although it's not the iconic good news, everyone, no, just yet. It's up on it. when, come, uh, when they're talking about the... To shreds, you say. Oh, um, yeah. It's when he's on the phone about getting some horrible, awful... I've got some awful news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is the first time that Bender says, uh, fun on a bun, and I noticed that there was no cold opening on this one. Yes, I noticed that as um, well. Prior to the credits, yeah. Because I forgot that they did it. They might, I wonder if they do it in other episodes. I'm yeah. sure they do do it in other episodes. It'd be interesting. Because they add them out of order. Yeah. What do you got for this week for trivia, Mitch? Uh, I've got three questions for you for trivia. Dando, sure. number one, what time was Fry's alarm set for? I'm going to say 9.01, A59. Did he start at 9? Is there a 9 in there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I, look, it was an analog clock, but I'm saying 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, okay. <laughs> How old was the mummy that Fry ate? 12 million years? 29. Okay. How many channels had something good on? 
Is it 150? Yes. Yes. 40,000 channels, 40, only 150 yeah. you've got anything good on. <laughs> and Foxtel's like that, man. I don't yeah. know how many channels we have. I reckon there's probably three or four three channels or four that I watch. Edit any one time. Yeah. yeah. But besides the sport, what do you watch on Foxtel? Um, anything? I'll maybe one channel from Primarily there. sport. Showcase for your HBO stuff. Oh, we don't have that showcase or oh, movies. Okay. Um, but that doesn't help you. So I've all, all the movie channels. <laughs> but it's sport first. If nothing's on sport, I'll see what movies are on. If there's no movies on, then I'd pop down to the entertainment section, think, oh, maybe something will be on Showcase or... Jimmy Fallon? No. Um, <laughs> and and then if nothing there, then I then I wander up to news and documentaries and see what sort of conspiracy nut job is passing off as the History Channel these days. Well, A&E has some good shit like that on as well sometimes. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, man. They're yeah. amazing. I just, it's just they're the best. Yeah. They, they they really believe that aliens... Are, and why is an alien spaceship photo always blurry? It's 2018. <laughs> why is it blurry? <laughs> why is it still being taken with uh, instant Kodak? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to go develop these for a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, just give me a break. Anyway, second Real question. shaky hands and yeah. long exposure times when you're trying to photograph a spaceship. <laughs> what company sponsors all my circuits? Uh, Robo something. Yes. Robo Fresh. Robo Fresh. What was the name of Calculon's fiance in all my circuits? Oh, no idea. Monique. Monique. That's not the name I expected. What is Bender's room number at Robot Arm Apartments? Double zero double one zero one zero one. Say it slower. Double zero. Yeah. Double one. Nope. Double zero Damn. one. Well, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> double zero one double zero one double zero. Okay. Now, what does that, that translate into? It does translate into something. Yes. Do you know? Uh, I looked it up. Don't have it in front of me. Apparently, when it's converted from binary to numerical value, it's 36. Okay. Or the ASCII, A-S-C-I, ASCII. Yes, let's go with that. Character of dollar symbols. Dollar uh, symbol. Okay, cool. So, it translates to money, apparently. Money or 36. Yes, yes. And his neighbor, 00111001, is the number 57, number 9 on the ASCII label uh, table, whatever that is. And okay. the apartment across the hall is 35 and the symbol for hashtag. Okay, so across the hall is 35, but next door is 57? Yeah. Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> you go to all that effort to put in your ones and zeros, and you, you... All right. Can't go back and fix it now. It's not our purview. <laughs> and I've got one more question for you, Mitch, before we get into the review. Okay. What fruit grows on the tree that Leela brings from? Uh, mini bananas. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. Mm-hmm. Strawberries. Nope. Apples. Mm-hmm. Two more. Mangoes. Mm-hmm. Two more guesses. Pineapple. Mm-hmm. Go the classic, the obvious. Papaya. <laughs> it's yes. strong. Yes. Like, like Popeye. Popeye. Popeye in. <laughs> orange. Orange. Okay. Well, they're little orange looking things. Gotcha. So I'm just going to assume orange. Yeah. Well, that was one of my favorite gags, by the way. Fry peeling the mini banana and then Amy just going ass up on it. Yes. And then going ass up on the way out as yep. well. A little bit of a tidbit here. Did this originally aired in the UK on September 11th, 2001. Really? Yes. Wow. And I had to give it the ass from BBC One to BBC Two because... Obviously, the main station had the proper news. That would not have helped the ratings. Not at all. To say the least. No. Um, I can't imagine. Like, the fact that they even played anything else that day. And I think I read that they were cutting the episode up, so they'd keep cutting to the news and going back to the episode. So, the episode didn't even air in its entirety anyway. Yeah, right. Just just don't air it. Like, well, yeah, like, if you're making <laughs> the decision of, oh, no, we can't put that on BBC One, we better move it, then how about we just, we, well, maybe we should play that in a I week. think people will understand why it's not being aired. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, wow, I wasn't expecting September 11 to be brought up in this review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's thrown me for a loop. 
Okay, so the original air date was April 6, 1999. The opening caption was As Seen on TV and the opening cartoon was Baby Bottleneck. It's April 6, 1999. So it didn't air in the UK for a year and a half. Apparently so. I wonder when the original air date was in Australia. I'm going to scroll down to air dates if they have them. They don't seem to have it here. They have it for The Simpsons, but not for Futurama. I don't, see, I always thought Futurama was a very popular show. Yeah. It seems like it didn't get treated with much respect or was very considered, yeah. considered very highly. I, know, I never thought it was popular. I just really liked it. So I, just, I never I, remember maybe talking I was a kid, to kid. I assumed it was popular because it was the maybe. Simpsons. Yeah, I, I, I like. Remember. I can only remember two or three people that I've ever had schoolyard conversations with the show about. Like it was a really small. That's true. Market. Yeah, because you can't really say remember that time with Futurama to many people. Yeah, can no. You? Fans of Futurama don't get me wrong; they love it, and and rightly so. You should, but like it was, it's just never been a show with mass appeal. Similar to Arrested Development, I can still mention Arrested Development to probably ninety percent of people that I speak to in my day-to-day life and get a blank stare from them. Or maybe I'll get that, oh, yeah, uh, uh, people told me that was good. That was that. Like, that's all you get. Like, it, there are very few people that have watched their shows despite how brilliant they are. Have you watched the, the remade season? Because apparently it's not good. No, well, I don't. It, no, I haven't. But why is it apparently not good? Because it wasn't filmed that way. The guys at work say that it just, there's stories and storylines that don't actually air anymore because they would ruin the flow. So okay. there's stuff that gets cut out completely now. Okay. Yeah, but that, I mean, you're only saying that it's not good then because you've seen the other version, if that's the Yeah, case. that's the thing. So, so, you could still be fine. Might be fine for me because I've never seen it. Possibly. Yeah. I would refuse to say that anything by Mitch Hurwitz is not good because the man's a genius. Even just the post that he wrote saying the new season is coming out was the best bit of comedy that I've seen for well, a while. Well, what did it say? I don't know. It was just good. It doesn't matter what it said. The new season is coming out, period. It's just very funny. Okay. <laughs> so, how does this episode kick off, Mitch? Can you recall? Um, No. <laughs> That's the end. See it kicks off week. with the the owls are at the front, so they're replacing the rats. That's a thing, a new trend for future It's No longer rats. It's mm-hmm. the town. Is that how it's done? I didn't even notice that actually. I, th- I thought it just what you start. I thought it was uh, open on Fry sleeping. No, it starts with an exterior shot of the morning. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and the fry's waking up with the alarm clock. Yep, but it's not an alarm clock. Well, it is an alarm clock, but he's smashing Bender. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bender is not impressed at all. Yeah, he's just, I've got here. He's just being very, very annoying. Uh, Fry, for the, yes, yeah. for the sake well, the of fact the, that he's asleep on the staff room table. Yes, and they don't mind him sleeping there. Yeah, but could you please make it there on time? Did you notice the little art reference here? The art reference? No. So uh, Bender picks up and smashes the I clock, did, stops actually, him yes. going off, and then sits it on the table, hanging it there like Salvador Dali's melting yep, clocks. Yep, yep, that's correct. How disgusting did Bachelor Chow look, by the way? Oh, yeah. Um, I, like dog food. I admire that he's eating it from a dog bowl, to be fair. Yeah, I, I looked at that and went... Actually, be pretty fun. Like if I went and bought a fresh dog bowl, so it was clean, just and a huge pops bowl, pop some massive amount, like bulk cocoa pops into that. <laughs> How good would that be? <laughs> be pretty, what was your bachelor food? Uh, cocoa pops was right up there. Cocoa pops is the ultimate. Toasted isn't it? cheese on a hash brown. On a hash brown. Yeah. Well, you know what we used to do at Coles is when we put chickens on in the morning, we'd put hash browns with bacon and cheese. Yep. But the diced bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. On the subject of melted cheese, um, Cracker Barrel. Crack, cracker Barrel cheddar cheese. Oh, Good. Oh, yes. Hash browns in a cheese and bacon roll. You should try that. Yeah. Yep. We used to do that at high school. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. $1.30 treat. I was really good as a bachelor at buying a pizza on a Monday and stretching that out till the Friday. Were you a poor bachelor then? <laughs> oh, just two slices a night. That was me done. $5 pizzas each. I used to... I didn't Domino's get... pizza I demolished. No, 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 no. So I only ever went for gourmet pizza. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> All righty. So, Frau, uh, so Fry is happy with Bachelor Chow. Frau. 
I mean, in the German version. Yes. It was Frau. Frau Lila. Fry is using all the emergency water, using the ship to dry his hair, just being a pest, basically. Yep. Just being just being difficult. I like that. This is almost like a Simpsons-esque joke in um, Hermes talking about how water use has tripled in the last month. Since Fry has been here for the last month, I've assigned him to the to try to investigate who's to blame. Not seeing the most obvious, obviously. I did. What's what's his line about the engine hair dryer? How it gives great lift. Yes, and glow like the radiation yes. on his hair. It, it, he looked like a um, Bollywood icon. He's no longer having children. Except he was white. Yeah. It, uh, well, I guess was it was he, just. Was his he head. ever going to be? Oh, uh, maybe. Grandfather paradox. Excluded. Yes, uh, uh, that's not that, that. I can't wait. To, oh, that's not season one. Well, you're gonna have to wait a little longer then. Oh, we are gonna have to wait a little longer. Oh well. <laughs> so everyone's annoyed that Fry is doing all these things. Leela tells him off. He just doesn't listen. So they go to Professor Farnsworth to yep. plead. Can we get rid of him somehow? Yep. And Professor Farnsworth doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Oh, fuff. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that was a pretty good word. Uh, I wrote down fuff and highlighted that as a word that I need to take away with me in my day-to-day life. <laughs> I love that Professor Farnsworth was annoyed because he was going to eat that mummy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bachelor Chow, now with flavor. And Bigfoot is down! Sheesh. 40,000 channels and only 150 of them have anything good on. All My Circuits is brought to you by... RoboFresh, designed by a robot for a robot. I've been processing this for some time, Monique, and, well, will you marry me? Oh, Calculon! (gasps) It fits! Then you must know that I'm... Metric, I've always known. But for you, my darling, I'm willing to convert. Must be a friend of theirs. Monster truck yeah, wrestling. Yeah. How cool was that? How great is our Almost Circuits, though? Almost Circuits is pretty good. I'd watch that show if that was on air. They, I'm surprised they didn't release actual episodes of it. I'm not, because it would be a lot of effort for a small gag um, <laughs> that would honestly get old very quickly. Yeah, I guess so. It would have been nice to have maybe got like a bonus feature on the DVD, like on Home Alone, how they included Angels they with Phil's... Really? Yeah. There's a, I, I think it might be the Blu-ray has Angels with Filthy Souls. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, they, they filmed that entire thing. It's not like they just filmed so That's not an actual old movie. No, they made it for the movie to insert it into it. My mind is blown. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an actual old film. No, no, they just did it. And then, like I said, I think so the Blu-ray... So that guy might still be alive right now? Uh, Probably not. I guess it was 20-something, 30, 30 years 30 ago. 30 years ago, he's pretty old, but... Man, he would have been a killer at parties in the 90s. Oh, would he have? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Chris Kringle. I'll tell you what I'm going to give you, <laughs> snakes. <laughs> To everybody. Oh, man, that makes me so happy. I'm going to giggle this guy later. Anyway, so, what were we talking about? Um, oh, cal- uh, all My Circuits. Yeah, All My Circuits. So, Bender walks in with Leela to tell Fry off, then mm-hmm. ends up watching All My Circuits with him and joining. They're made for each other, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, kindred spirits. Yes. <laughs> the best part about this is the animation of, why is the TV getting smaller? Yeah. Well, before that, I really enjoyed the joke on All My Circuits about converting to metric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A few other notable mentions from that particular scene. Shut your noise hole. Good, good line. Yep. Good way to refer to a mouth. But also, for whatever reason, I really enjoyed that. Like, so what does the human character do? Ah, human things. He learns. He loves. He laughs. <laughs> he loves. <laughs> hey, uh, why is the TV getting smaller? We'll bill you for the coach. 
Hey guys, Mitch here, uh, just explaining quickly why you're going to notice that there's probably a, a difference in the audio sound here. Dando decided to hit a button that he didn't understand on his computer. I didn't hit a button, I just put the SD card in. The SD card <laughs> came in and it formatted and it completely deleted the second half of our recording, so we've had to come back a week later and get back into it. Now, well, there are I posted it in the you, group. <laughs> you told me, Yeah. I don't know, something came up and I hit okay. They were your exact words. <laughs> I don't remember what happened, but yeah. I, I, I pushed... The, the technical whiz behind <laughs> behind everything about the production of this podcast, well, I, I just put, decided to randomly hit OK on the most important bit that, of this <laughs> without reading the implications. I did, well, the thing is, I, usually when it comes up, it says, do you want to just open up the drive that you've just put in? Mm. OK. You open it up, you access the files, you edit the files. Right. For some so reason, you thought it was something else. I thought it was the box that always yeah. pops up. You put an SD card in, it comes up saying what drive it is. Open up. Yeah. But for some reason, it said format, and it did. I put it in again the next day, and it said the same thing. Card card needs formatting. Do you want to format now? or Format later. Mm. And I ticked format now, but I didn't do it the second time. <laughs> don't don't panic. <laughs> is there anything else that's been lost? Yes. <laughs> But apologies, guys, for this being late. But that's the reason. Blame Dando. So the clip. And apologies played. for the fact that I watched the episode a week and a half ago now, and I don't remember. A lot. Yes. <laughs> so the first half was probably going to be a lot more this insightful. This is going to be a fun review. Isn't the second it? half is going to be a lot of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That happened. Yeah. yeah. So we're at them getting kicked out. Um, you had a little interesting tidbit about. Yeah. Hermes. So you notice, well, Homie speaks there, and he says, "I'll bill you for the couch." Mm-hmm. His mouth doesn't move. That's because they wanted to add that. They added that in later, mm. um, and they ran out of money. Yeah, so they couldn't reanimate it. Uh, apparently, Fox short on cash. Yeah, Fox just doesn't like the Futurama. I, I see. I always thought Futurama was like the the next big thing for Fox, but it just seems like they didn't like it. They they gave up on it very quickly. Yeah, I guess hard to market. Like it is a bit of a niche product. Yeah, so. yeah. I remember also feeling like it was going to be the next big thing, but I guess that's because we were such big Simpsons fans that we just were like, well, it's from the Simpsons creator. It has to be the next big thing. But, you know, the the economic reality of that is that it's not as broad a spectrum show as yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what happens after this? Bender and Fry have been kicked out. Where do they go? They go to Foodomatic, which is basically like you've been to sushi train restaurants or you're aware of them. This is yes. an everything train. Yes. No matter what you want. It comes around. Have on you place. been to one of these? I uh, I haven't. There was one in Mackay, and I know Ash went to it a few times when we were living up there. But um, I feel like it's one of those places where people could easily steal food because I've been to a couple of them. Mm. One was in Sydney, and it was just in this food court. But it was a, a bay in the middle of the food court, so that okay. the conveyor went all the way around the 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 shop, the little um, bay. You could easily just grab plates and just walk off. Walk off to where? Wherever. Could, could you leave the food court? Well, the, the seats were, you know, just sort of like bar seats mm. and you sit there and you eat the food as it's going by. And then the way they charge you is they how many plates you got stacked up. Yeah. But if you just grabbed the plates when they weren't looking and walked off, how are they ever going to stop you? I'm sure there's a system. There would be... There'd have to be some sort of system. Colour trained... They get the Yakuza. Hawks. Yes, the Yakuza. <laughs> um, people... Honour system, I suppose. That's what it is. It's purely... Yeah. People have to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise... And when are people ever But the thing honest? is, if you do it enough times, you're going to get a name for it. And then suddenly four people are trying to get you into the back of a Kingswood and touching your ah, penis. Ah, yes. <laughs> I see that you know your sushi well. Good one. <laughs> and you, sir. And you, sir. <laughs> are you waiting to receive my wasabi? <laughs> get your 
hands off me. All right, so Bender and Fry, Fry's very upset. How do we get into that tangent? I don't know. Um, <laughs> a good tangent. Fry's sad, isn't he? And Bender's trying to cheer him up. Yeah. Because um, Fry has nowhere to live now. Yeah, exactly. Because the price of rent on kitchen boxes, uh, sorry, of um, fridge boxes is just astronomical. Could you ever live in a box, do you think? Oh, I mean, a big enough box. Essentially, what is a house but a box made of plaster and bricks? What are you, a bit of a British accent there? Plaster and bricks. Well, whenever I'm, <laughs> whenever I'm becoming a bit philosophical, <laughs> I decide to go British. Go David Attenborough. <laughs> the common male here seen entering his box. Um, you should do commentary of homeless people under a bridge. That's David Attenborough. <laughs> homeless people under a bridge. <laughs> Jesus. Would I have to be like old school David Attenborough hanging out? On the beach, like just laying down next to them, talking about them as if they can't hear me. <laughs> Whatever Attenborough you want. And see, they've got their feathers tickling each other. I think I'd like glee. to be Attenborough in a um, hot air balloon, talking about the homeless <laughs> under a bridge. So, Bender explains he needs alcohol to function, essentially. Yeah, setting up the joke for later on. And a very important characterization of Bender for the future as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, the, the constant alcohol. Uh, being not just a vice, but an actual necessity. Bender offers him a place to stay w- with him because Bender's never had a friend before Fry, and he's like looking forward to the idea of living with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he takes him back to his apartment, and we get mm. uh, the binary code uh, that I believe you referenced in the trivia. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Um, so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be so funny, this podcast, referring to something that happened a week ago. Uh, that I think happened a week ago. Yes. I might refer to something that I've made up. <laughs> yes. So, what happens? Um, they go in, and it's, it's tiny. basically a cupboard. Let's see, where to start? Okay. This is a TV area. That over there is the breakfast nook. And over here is where you'll be living, which is great. Because till now, it's just been wasted space. It's kind of cramped in here. I don't even have room to hang my clothes. Look, pal, you've only got one set of clothes, and you're not taking them off while I'm here. <clears throat> well, ambushed. Good night. Wait, Bender? Bender? I'll kill all humans. Kill all humans. Must kill all humans. Bender, wake up! <clears throat> I was having the most wonderful dream. I think you were in it. Uh... Uh, listen, Bender, uh, uh, where's your bathroom? Bath what? Bathroom. What room? Bathroom. What what? Ah, never mind. Mm. Can you sleep standing up or sitting up? I can't do it. Can anyone sleep standing up? Is that even possible? Maybe not standing up, but sitting up. I, I can't sleep sitting up. I can't sleep on a plane. You can't? No. Okay. I'm really, I've got to be laying down. Okay. Um, How is the plane flight to the I States wanna, then? I don't know what angle. I think I need to be at a... I could sleep like that. I'm a sleeper. I need, I've got to be 75 degrees. I need to have my hand next to my face. Okay. I'm one of those kind of people. Yeah. We come back from commercial and Bender is really happy. He's loving life. Love having his best mate around. Yep. All day, every day. But Fry looks like absolute shit. As you would. Yeah. Spent the night on your ass in a cupboard. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's next turn. Like, even, um, <laughs> even Fritzl's kids had more leg room. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's not go there. So his neck's turned uh, because his head's been resting against the roof yeah. all night. What happened to you? Oh, it's Bender's apartment. He, he put in carpeting yesterday and now my head hits the ceiling. Hey, do you realize you're standing at a weird angle? Now you're okay. Look at yourself. You're a wreck. You've got to find a new place to live. Is that an invitation? <sighs> Love your optimism, Fry. But seriously, you've got to tell Bender you're moving out. 
Basically, Leela knows that Fry needs a new place to stay. Yeah, but instantly rebuffs his attempt to move yeah. in with her. Yeah. So we were talking about this in um, a previous episode. We were, yeah. How you mentioned like the the sort of love tension sort of thing that they have. But she's there is, kind of fallen for him in the first two. In the first two, but then there's none of that here. No, I think at they've all. knocked that on the head and went, no, nah, that's not the path we're going to go down until much later. Yeah, it's almost like he's too immature for her yeah. at this point, which yeah. he is really well and truly. Yes. I love that Fry here, though, is too nice to tell Bendy he doesn't want to stay with him anymore. Yeah. It's a really nice side of Fry because whilst he's immature and he's a moron, he's a very nice, kind-hearted person mm. at the core. Yeah. Which is similar to Bart, I guess. As mischievous and as naughty as he is, he's a good kid. He doesn't actually want to he hurt has a kind heart. feelings exactly. deep down. Yeah. yeah, no. He just does things and then realises afterwards yep, that yep, he yep. should not have done them. But then he brings himself to tell Bender that he's leaving. Yeah. And Bender doesn't know how to take it. No. Because as I like that Bender, the logic of a robot, it's gone, but it's two cubic metres. We only yes. need 1.6. <laughs> Plenty of room. Layla says she'll help them find a new place to stay. And Bender yep. likes that idea as well. Yeah, yeah, place. yeah. The underwater place first off with the dank. Yes. <laughs> now, this reminded me of a time when Sea Captain was, I think it was when Marge was showing Ned Flanders around different houses and a, a octopus comes up or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sea captain puts a knife in his mouth and jumps I'm, in. I'm not sure if she was showing Ned. She might have been showing Realty Ned. Bites? Yeah. I know. I think it is might Realty not be Bites. That episode. She might have just been going around. But like, ah, yeah. One moment, please. Yes. <laughs> jumps in. Actually, is it that? Or is it when were the Simpsons themselves trying to move? And he's trying to sell them the benefits of a houseboat. Because I uh, feel like he's selling Cape it Fear? to them. Yeah, it could be Cape Fear. Possibly. Uh, the next place is the MC, famous MC Escher steps. I think the ad is like, you, uh, yeah. has to be seen to be believed or something like yeah. that. You won't believe Great it. Great animation. Of yeah. Bender falling up and down. Bender falling through multiple dimensions, basically. <laughs> yes. Then this is the funniest one. <laughs> yeah. The next place, perfect, perfect apartment. It's like, Couldn't get any better. Yeah. And cheap, affordable, all good. It's like, so what's the catch? Well, technically it's in New Jersey. <laughs> Cut straight to, well, there's no place to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then the professor gets a phone call. Uh, to shreds, you say? <laughs> How good is it? <laughs> How, what about his wife? To shreds, you yeah. say? <laughs> now, I guess this is kind of just a cheat way of getting them to find their own perfect place. Yeah. But it's handled in a really it's funny way. It's done in a very yeah, funny yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's introduced really well. Uh, Fry and Bender decide this is the perfect place, but yep. it takes a bit of convincing for Bender first, doesn't it? Whilst it looks <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It's, it's not too until, big. Not until he sees the cupboard. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Good belly move oh, here. This, yeah. Just the way the hand comes out. Yeah. Here's the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the montage, which is a takeoff of the odd couple. Yep. We've uh, got the music and everything. Now, I noticed the, the cigar getting picked up. That's yeah, straight yeah, yeah. from the opening intro. Yes, which is the second time it's been done in within this company because okay. in uh, company. The Boy Who Knew Too Much, as in Matt Groening's, okay, yeah, one yeah. of Matt Groening's shows. So, they parody the odd couple in The Boy Who Knew Too Much when Skinner too, yeah. picks up the cigar with the umbrella. Not as obvious. No, uh, well, I mean, no. Well, no he, music. He actually everything. legitimately says, we're like the original oh, odd yeah, couple. True. It's yeah. pretty obvious. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, yeah. Hmm, subtle. <laughs> but that, that, this whole scene was an odd couple parody. Yeah, what the I, whole scene was. What whereas, I do like yeah. here, though, that it, it got me. I never saw it coming. I didn't realize he was going to turn that chair into a beanbag. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Do you think they're throwing it out and yeah. just stomps on it and turns it into more Perfect. You get the Andy Warhol art reference. Yeah, of the slurm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I believe, the, just as a little tidbit to tr- uh, cover off, the first time Wikipedia tells me that Bender said the words fun on a bun. I don't Does know he that, say that a lot? I don't know. But they said it's the first time he does <laughs> okay. it. So, 
Um, <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. You get a really good nerd joke in here as well when yeah. they hang up the home sweet home poster. Mm, so, yeah. um, did you understand this by looking at it straight straight away? Not until I read the explanation. No. Okay, so it says home sweet go to ten, and on the left hand side you have lines ten, twenty, thirty. So it's basically computer code. It was basic, wasn't it? I think I've got that right. But old school computer code where you would give it a line command and it's saying go to 10. So home suite, home, and an infinite loop, basically, if that same thing over and over again. Very clever. Yeah. Very subtle, simple, but really it's such a Futurama joke. Exactly. Like that's a joke that you've got to be a computer programmer to understand that. Like not even your normal level nerd understands that joke. They might. It is a good joke that you look at it and go, as I did, I'm going, oh, shit, I wonder what that means. So, you jump online and look it up and then you go, ah. You know what's great about Futurama? That exact noise. Yes. Ah. <laughs> Is you can watch The Simpsons, right, as a child. Yeah. You can watch it with your parents, right? And you can laugh at things that your parent won't laugh at and they can laugh at things that you don't yep. understand. You can watch Futurama with a parent, one who's smarter than the other, one who's a nerd, one who's not. Yep. And you will laugh at jokes, your parent will laugh at jokes, and then their friend who's a nerd will laugh at jokes that neither of you understand. Yeah. There's three elements to the to the humour of yeah. Futurama. Yeah, definitely. So they've turned the place into a dump, haven't they? But it's yeah. like it's the ultimate bachelor pad. Absolutely. Was your place ever like this? Uh, See, I never lived alone. Yes. So I, I don't know, I'm not ashamed and I'm not proud. It's just a thing that happened. You just I, lived a normal I, bachelor uh, life? Not long after moving into my place, I invited my dad around. I bought him a McDonald's coffee. Um, oh, that was a mistake. Uh, oh, apparently, they're not too bad now. Oh, I know, it was fine. But the point is, coffee. That's not the bad thing. Yes. No, that's not the bad <laughs> thing. Had a coffee cup, takeaway coffee cup, sat on the end of my futon. It got bumped off after dad left, hit the floor. Empty. Empty, yeah. About eight months later, dad came around again and walked in and went, Is that my coffee cup? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't clean it up? Very well, it, could be, dad. Was it under the couch? It was, or? Under, it was under a chair. All this was under. Yeah, hidden slightly. <laughs> You get a Nicholas car, there's just empty coffee cups everywhere. Strewn around. Oh, man. Trailing it, from the back it, like you just really, got married. It really bothers me. <laughs> so, the gang all arrive for the housewarming slash let's all watch all my circuits mm-hmm. uh, party. Leela brings a fruit tree. And this is a great visual. Classic comedy. Just a banana peel. We've mentioned yeah, yeah, it yeah. earlier, but it's just hilarious. And the professor brings jerky, which is a nice little throwback to when... Uh, not jerky. It's... Uh, Mummy. Mummy. Which, Mummified jerky. Mummy. <laughs> or jerkified mummy. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. So then Bender leaves to get the alcohol. And before he leaves, the TV's not working. I'm afraid my half-brother is correct. You see, I have a terrible secret. And that secret is... Oh, come oh, on. Cool. Oh, fix it. Hey, what happened to the TV? It just went out. This is an outrage. I'm going to go yell at the manager. <laughs> All right. Come back, Bender. It's working. To reiterate, my terrible secret is... It's out again. What? That's the last straw. It's back on! Comes back in, ruined again. Yes. Uh, And by this point, when it comes back and it's really, really bad, and like starting to now interfere with plot points of all my circuits. Yes. uh, The wedding. The supervisor comes in, and or like the building super comes in, and then all of the upstairs neighbours come in complaining as well about all of the reception being shot. Imagine if this happened during the royal wedding. Uh, if only. <laughs> um, I really liked the the animation and the timing of the joke of the building supervisor trying to locate the problem. Oh, but yeah. Relax, Sonny. This kajigger will find the source of the interference.
I brought this up earlier. It just seems silly to me that they weren't complaining earlier that their TVs weren't working. Yeah, well, I can only imagine that All My Circuits is the only show that anyone watches in the year 3000. They only watch TV at the exact same time. Yeah, exactly. Netflix, Nothing, not invented. No on demand in Well, Netflix 3000. is internet, not satellite. Did they have on demand in Futurama? Because it wasn't a thing in the real world. Not so, so far. So, what do they do? They kick, they kick Bender out, don't they? They do. Um, Fry does not in any way stick up for him. Just no, lets, not at all. lets the mob go. Fry's not a very good friend. Not in this moment, point. No. no, no. You've gone from a great friend to a really shitty friend. Yeah. That's what all my circuits will do to you. And it's like this episode in microcosm is telling the full story of Ryan Bender's relationship as yeah. well, by the way. Like they always act in their own interest, but then with the other person at their best, like at the middle of their heart. Like it's selfish. Oh my God, I've made a deci- I've made an error and that's impacted that person. And now I'm going to try and fix it. That's basically the way Ryan Bender always works. Yeah. I do like, too, how they have Bender just slowly leaving. Yeah. Just really emphasizing just how hurt he is. Long, yeah. Kind of waiting for it's something like to watching Inzamam all huck after he gets dismissed. <laughs> just <laughs> dragging himself off the ground. So, we come back from commercial. All the gang are leaving. Amy slips on the banana peel again. Mm-hmm. Nice little gag. Leela is furious at Fry, isn't she? But Fry just doesn't care. Not bothered at all. No. Doesn't care Bender's feelings Because he just writes her off as not understanding guy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't girl me with your girl stuff. Yes. We're guys. We'll yeah. be fine. We'll be fine. But Bender's not fine, is he? No. Bender's truly upset yeah, and yeah, goes yeah. on a sobriety-induced Bender. I love this. <laughs> I love the oily armpits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rust. Yeah, the rust. The five o'clock rust. <laughs> oh, my God. God, it's great. Leela <laughs> suggests cutting off his antenna. Oh, now look, it's obvious you miss being Fry's roommate, but there's got to be a better way to deal with this. Like how? Having my antenna removed? Well, if that would work... Are you crazy? That's little Bender you're talking about. I can't cut it off. You're not a robot or a man, so you wouldn't understand. From there, Bender goes off on his... Well, you get like this beautiful animation of him yeah, walking down great. a dark street with neon lines flashing by, which is a... Homage. I won't say parody. It's an homage to the lost, the lost weekend. Last week. Lost weekend. The lost weekend. Lost weekend sounds more right. It does sound more. More right. right. Correct. I sounds say. like <laughs> the, the yeah. That sounds like it describes his state of mind better. Yes. <laughs> but so instead of it being like girls, 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 or like bar and that sort of stuff, it's public library and you know drinking water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Leela goes to see Fry. Tells him you have to go help Bender. Like, it's just, you can't let him go on like this. He's a yeah. mess. What's the line of, like, I can't stand by any longer? What do you mean, stand by? You've been meddling for two weeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought this was just an overnight thing. No, Bender's been on a, a long bender. Yeah, yeah, he's hurting. A long non-alcohol binge. This is like Nicolas Cage leaving Las Vegas style. What movie is that? Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las- is, it's Nicholas Cage, right? He's such a lost cause. I, mean, I didn't know whether that was a real life story or a movie. Oh no, it's a movie. This is, this is one of his better movies. I okay. think Elizabeth Shue okay. might be in it. Um, but this, uh, he plays a guy who wants to kill himself and just drink himself to death. Basically, doesn't sound very fun. Oh, it's bleak. It's really dark. It does sound bleak. Um, but he befriends a prostitute. That's much better. Yeah, hooker with a heart of gold. One of those. <laughs> hooker with a heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, like, like Julia Roberts' Pretty Woman. The hooker with a heart of gold is a common character. <laughs> hooker with a heart of gold, one of those. Yeah, one That's of that a shirt kind. right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happens? Once Fry sort of snaps to and realises... Yeah, she Leela gets through to it. Yeah, and then Bender actually appears in the apartment. Well, the TV stops working. Yeah, first. the TV stops working. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. And then Bender appears. 
But he's come over. He's so traumatized, so distraught. He's willing to do anything for the relationship now, mm. and actually threatens to cut off the antenna. Well, first he pulls out the uh, what are we going to call them? bolt cutters? Bolt cutters. Oh yeah, I thought he was going to kill Fry. <laughs> straight up, I was like, "Oh shit, Fry's dead." Yeah. But I love Fry cutting off Leonard's head's not going to solve anything. <laughs> <laughs> but then he threatens to cut off his antenna, and Fry mm. just says, "Go do it." But you can understand why Fry wouldn't care because we've seen Fry, uh, Bender's head come off, his arms come off. Yeah, Fry's not a robot. As like, well, like yes. he's not going to understand the connotation. Yes, but Bender goes through with it anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. Big big step. It's a massive step. But I like the animation of Fry's face in particular is very, very good right in that moment of like, yeah, mm-hmm. this will solve all our problems. Yes, please do. Continue. <laughs> Throws it at the window. Mm-hmm. I said window really weird then. Did you pick up on that? No, I didn't think it's so. It's a window. Window. <laughs> <laughs> then they both see the, uh, the scene on Calculon and this is what gets through them. Yeah. I don't like how Leela had to actually point it out. So obvious. Yeah. Just leave it. Futurama's better than that. The bit at the end, like, yeah. you, know, you, you guys did that in reverse. Yeah, yeah we know. Le- leave it as reverse. Yeah. If you're going to leave home sweet, go to 10 up as a joke and not explain it. You don't need to explain you guys did that in reverse. But Definitely. Anyway, that's, a, that's probably the only small quibble, really, with the entire episode. But then, like, we get down with the cops are looking through. Like, <laughs> Call that an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like Bender's line about how you have to get it on ice. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like a finger. Yeah. <laughs> if um, you cut off your penis, cool. could, it, could it be reattached and still function? No? Wouldn't try it. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. What sort of but listener like, promotion is this? But like a finger can be reattached and still yeah. work. Um, Maybe it wouldn't function, but you can still feel it? I reckon I you can. Think about it. Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt, I reckon his penis got reattached. Very famous case in America of a wife who cut off a man's penis while he was asleep. Probably I reckon that he got his reattached and he then went on to film a porno, which is Good the, man. Uh, the classy thing to do. Yes. So Fry and Bender then return back to the original place. To Bender's original yes. because shoebox Fry- apartment. Yes, because Fry says he's willing to sacrifice living happily in order to be with his friend. Yeah. Because Bender was Which is a bit of a shame that one of them has to sacrifice happiness no yeah. matter which way they go. Exactly, yeah. But it turns out it's a happy ending for everybody, isn't it? It is, because... <laughs> I forgot this happened. I completely forgot. In the closet. Fuck, yeah. it's a great ending. That's so fantastic. Why don't I just live in here? <laughs> Stupid humans. <laughs> See, I had remembered that coming up, and it was truly great thing that I was waiting for it to build towards. Like, sometimes knowing the joke is worse, but sometimes it's like, oh, yes, this bit's coming up. This is so good. I think that's one of those endings where if you're trying to win somebody over with Futurama, show them that. That's a pretty good one to run it's with. It's kind of yeah. like uh, there's always money in the banana stand. Yeah. It's just one of those endings that just sticks with you. It's great. Yeah. All right, now, Mitch, we posted in the Four Finger Discount Patreon mm-hmm. exclusive group for Futurama questions. So, what do we got for the first ever Futurama mailbag? We did. Leith Jones. Firstly, Leith Jones, Dando okay. from memory. Are there any Futurama episodes that you are the most looking forward to reviewing? I am and I'm not Jurassic Park. Mm. Roswell that ends well. It's always one of my favorites. And the I've mentioned it before, Tales of Interest. I think it's number two, which is like mm-hmm. their Trials of Horror, where the whole world... The whole universe is run like a video game. Gotcha. Fantastic. I'm just bringing up episode season one to see if there's anything else in here that I... I think it's the finale of season one that I really like too, where they go to the Sloan factory. So, I'll tell you, you, for me, I don't remember much of the rest of the episodes from season one. So, it's it's all going to be new ground for me as we go on from Mm -hmm. this point, which uh, will be interesting because in all of our time doing this, I've never... Apart from the movies that have come out and we've touched base on, I haven't reviewed things that I have not had some sort of sense of memory of. So, Mm -hmm. this will be interesting. It will be good. Uh, Where do we sit on the debate of whether or not Sal is a helper robot? 
uh, because he's seen in the show doing so many different jobs, there's a debate that he was just a humanoid robot designed to do the kind of stuff we don't really want to do, which gets a little bit Blade Runner style. Is Sal a replicant? Could be. Mm. And then, I don't know enough to be able to answer the debate. I don't even know that I sit anywhere on it. Is there more than one cell? Is that is that the theory? I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah, so there's a cell on the moon. There's a cell back home. I don't think that's what the writers were going for, but it's certainly a theory you can run with. You could add to the uh, show. In, yes. Yeah. Alistair Danik, if the technology was available to freeze yourself until the year 3000, would you take that chance? And leave everyone you love behind? Uh, presumably. Well, uh, both ways. So let's say you don't have to leave everyone behind, but would you rather just keep living your life out in the years that we have now, or you say you freeze Nicholas, freeze your family, freeze, freeze people who are important to you, but then you will come up in the year 3000? Well, see, the thing is, you kind of know what you're getting now. Mm. You know, nothing's going to change too much in the next 40 or so years. Correct. Freeze yourself, see what happens. There might not... Well, yeah, but there might not be a humanity left in the year 3000. But you never know unless you take the chance. I'm a gambler. That's a big chance. Yeah. It's, it's a literal all or nothing. Spend the next 40 years in Geelong or take a chance. Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> Final question for the mailbag for this week. And there are a bunch, but I, I want to space them out so we can keep having a few each episode. Ooh, Lauren Turner. If you could bring back one item from the year 3000 into today's world, what would it be? Hypnotoad. Is that an item? <laughs> it's a something. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ooh, the tubes. They just look like so much fun. The transportation yes. tubes. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. God, they look great. Uh, suicide booths. Sit them right next to phone booths and let Darwinism sort people out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say suicide booths, but I thought it'd be kind of bleak. Yeah, well, I turned it into funny. But you would, <laughs> would you pose them as telephone booths? No, but I would just like to watch really impatient people not read the signs. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they put themselves into it. Alrighty. So, I hope you enjoyed the second uh, take of our review yep. of uh, iRobot. Or hopefully, iRoomate, sorry. hopefully, it didn't change too Jesus. <laughs> hopefully, it's we... It's been more fun for me this time because you are just exhausted. Hopefully, we didn't change too much. And you're going- a- The thing is, I'm not exhausted. I'm just speaking like nonsense. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm having a day where my tongue is not doing what it's supposed it's to do. It's because you're so um, looking forward to going to the film. What are you going to see tonight? Uh, a Quiet Place. Yeah, that's been to be fantastic. Yeah, really looking forward really to scary, it. Really scary, I've heard. From what, I've un- uh, from what I understand, yeah, very tense. I smell um, a Patreon exclusive review. Uh, we'll see. You can ask me about it, if nothing else. Alrighty, guys. Hope you enjoyed the review. What's the next episode, Mitch? Do you know? No. <laughs> Close my laptop, sorry. <laughs> I'll have a look. The next one's called Love's Labour's Lost in Space. I think that's got the first one. Is that Brannigan? Because he hasn't been on the show yet, I don't Thank think. Thank God for that. Oh. So I'm looking forward to Zap. So good. Anyway. Oh, wait. I have to do the final words, don't I? Uh, you do, Dando. Any final words? You call that a final words?